podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Dream Team Sonic podcast, episode 95. I'm Tony, I'm rough as toast, and with me this week, we've got Ben. Hi mate, alright, obviously not. Evening mate, I'm suffering a little bit, but I've made it, I've made it. Uh, yeah. James hasn't made it this week, he's uh, got the night off, um, so I hope you have a good night, night James, but it is the transfer special, and as we do each month, we've got Fergie on, are you there mate? Hi, buddy. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on. Always our pleasure, Thanks, mate. mate. You, you haven't told the listeners that, that you went uh, arse of a tit last night. It's probably <laughs> something you may want to mention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, suffering the, the after effects of too few too many uh, pints of Peroni. Um, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to be standing up all day at work tomorrow, but cross that bridge when I get to it tomorrow. Um, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's dive into your team, Fergie. If we've not heard from you for the last month, so we always like to let you go first. How's it? How's it gone? Yes, yeah, it's been quite good. I've um, after the World Cup, I was three hundred and forty k. You know, I had an absolute nightmare, like like lots yeah. of people. But I um, I tipped for the first time into the top hundred k last night, which is quite nice. So I'm ninety six k now. I noticed my team value as well. I think I think I've been I've been looking at that a lot more than I I usually do because my Team value was absolutely horrendous. It was only, I think it was like 52.8 million or something um, yeah. going to the World Cup, which was obviously a nightmare. But it's up now to 61.7. So I've worked hard. I've manipulated some transfers and things that, you know, to get that up. And I've, I've had, you know, I've had a bit of luck with, you know, with players like Mares and things. But yeah, yeah it's going okay. So uh, I made my uh, fourth and fifth transfer uh, this week. And at the moment, my team uh, reads uh, De Gea, uh, Shaw, um, Shaw as disappointedly missing missed the last yeah. two games i think uh yeah. trippier and botman have obviously been really really good over the last month and i brought in martinez uh the the united defender for odegaard this week um for the price rise and also for the extra fixtures so i've got mm. i'm on a back four at the moment which i haven't been for most of the season i've got a midfield three of mares uh bruno fernandez and anthony um, so I did transfer out um, Anthony, uh, sorry, Almiron for Anthony uh, this week. So when I saw Anthony was starting, I put him in. He got an assist, which was quite nice. Um, and obviously, I, I, I you know, expect him to play the majority of the games. Uh, United got like a lot of games yeah. um, coming up in the next fortnight. So I'm quite happy there. And then the standard front three of, of Rashford, Haaland and Keynes. We've got five United at the moment. No, six, sorry. Six United, um, two Newcastle, two Man City, and Kane. And uh, looking at the fixtures, which I'm sure we'll we'll talk about in a bit, um, I'll very likely be getting rid of my final two Newcastle defenders potentially even this weekend. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll have to give it a bit more thought. But uh, yeah, some other teams are looking are looking ripe for investment in uh, in February. I think definitely, definitely. Smash that budget bill there, aren't you? Something yeah, like I, I even, I even did. Uh, <laughs> I even messed around um, 
I brought in Anthony with, with a transfer, oh, and he yeah. had a his game week, so I took him out, uh, swapped him for Bruno, and then I've actually put him in again. But okay. I know that sounds ridiculous, and it and it is, but I couldn't really use the transfers elsewhere, and it also gained me about a million in value. So yeah. I just thought, ah, oh, let's just go for it. So I'm I'm really happy. It's it's it's, it's definitely been my best month of the season and I think I'm pretty well set going into February as well so pretty happy you know I think I need to go to 96k now but you know it's, it's obviously nothing to shout about but from where I was 340 I'm really happy and I still think I may have an outside chance of you know a top 10 or 20k finish which from where I was yeah. would be pretty insane so uh so yeah how are your guys teams looking brilliant mate. right mine there's not been much much uh, going on this weekend really other with cup games and not many people starting. I know United went quite strong. Shaw's been missing out. I've got the game in the net in this uh, podcast team with Wambasaka, zero points. Uh, Burn and Trippier. Um, obviously, got Southampton uh, Tuesday night, is it? Um, Shaw did not play. Ward Prowse, uh, second time I've uh, punted on him this season. In the second time, he's not going to probably do much for me. Hopefully, he gets, gets to it against Newcastle midweek. Um, Give me a few points. Um, so he's one I'm, I am tempted to pump back at, uh, punch back out to be fair, uh, see what, what opportunities lie um, this weekend. Fernandez, five points. Almiron, uh, play Southampton Tuesday. Kane, uh, didn't play. I've no transfers left in this side. Um, so Kane did not play, so I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Haaland, zero. And Rashford, three points. Um, I think this team's about 19k. Uh, but my best side is up to eighth. Go on, sorry. So I had a, well, we're out in Preston, obviously. As it, that's why I'm rough as toast. And obviously, Spurs were playing Preston. Uh, <clears throat> and I, I sat with a Preston fan, and he, and he just said, We're horrendous at home. I looked at the lineup, they had Kane, my best side. I thought, Son. He might be on penalties because Kane's not there. If they do give Preston a bit of a dick in, usually Son will be involved in that. I wasn't going to do it. I was oohing and ohing about five minutes before. Uh, I just went for it. Son. Kane to Son. And then later on that night, I did... I um, can't remember Anthony. I took out now. I put Anthony in, which were another... The safer bet was to go with a defender. I was going to put an extra United defender in. And try and get back to back clean sheets, which Reading and Forest was, was probably the sensible move. But I thought if, if I'm going to have the chance to win it, I thought I just want to put something who might explode and he might he might have grabbed himself a couple of goals just like Son did. So I went for Anthony. He got a five pointer and assist, mm-hmm. which is is decent. Obviously they've got the Forest game midweek, uh, and then they ended up conceding, which were which were pretty nice for me on my best side. So yeah, up to eighth. I think about thirty six points off top. Um, flying mate flying unbelievable uh, one transfer left now in that team obviously Son isn't he was literally a one week pump um, I don't think he'd be sticking around in my side but yeah doing great excited good work mate excited. really really good hey uh, it's a good good job I didn't see the text message because I would have put you off that move yeah that Son move <laughs> yeah. yeah I just I dropped to the message and I just because I was out being out as well I was, it was struggling to I had my alarms going off for lineups and shit. I couldn't cheer the song goals because I were in Preston. So, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I was good at some fist pumps under the table. But yeah, all good. Like, like I say, that Anthony move, he's not been, he's not set the world on fire there, has he? But he does love a shot. Mm. And um, He was man yeah. of the match in the, in the actual match yesterday. He um, just didn't get the star, man. No, and he's 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 still only was he three point six percent owned. So I think with their fixtures, three home games, no, four home games on the trot now. I think is it or three? And um, all all good fixtures. He only needs like an assist, like you know, if he if he gets two returns in those three games, like yeah. a goal and assist, or he's well he's well worth it, isn't he? You know, so uh, yeah. and 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 at that at that um, ownership level as well. I really think he's worth he's worth a gamble because if he can have one big game like Son did, imagine he gets like a couple of goals. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that will absolutely fly you up. So I think he's well worth yeah. a punt personally. Definitely, it'd be nice to put Casemiro in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Do you know, I was I was over an hour in because I took out Almiron and I looked at Casemiro mm. and I could afford him and I looked at and I think I'd already had my kind of heart set on Anthony. So yeah. I, I can't say I was going to get Casemiro, but he crossed my mind. But yeah. I, do you know if Anthony hadn't have started, I probably would have gone for Casemiro. But Anthony started, so I went for him. But he was definitely there. He's it's funny when because in the position he plays, he's not he's not really like a he's not really a good option, is he? I mean, you know, he's not going to score forty yards deflected no. off a defender's head every week, is he? But um, no. he still seems to be racking the points up, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, I didn't well. expect the 18 pointer. <laughs> no, no exa- exactly that. Yeah. You expect him to it. tickle along, don't you? With th- um, yeah, three yeah. pointers, five pointers here and there. Exactly. Yeah, an 18 pointer. It's nice for people out of London. Um, right, Ben, how's your team doing, mate? Yeah, we'll just get it up. Um, so I'm on 1,244 points. I'm up to 35k now. This was 275k before the, sorry, after the World Cup. So I'm really happy with the progress it's making. Yeah. Um, I've made one transfer this week. I, well, when I seen Kane weren't didn't play at all. I was umming and ahhing about bringing in a United player for a four for one over Kane. So. But yeah, I decided to bring in Wambasaka. I didn't go for uh, old veggie horse. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at him, but nah. Asking for trouble, that is. <laughs> I, I didn't. I did actually bring Vegos in my best team, which is um, it's now six hundred and seventh that team. But uh, yeah, I brought brought him in. He got a, he got a he got a rating, a seven rating. But yeah, um, I was hoping for a double um, clean sheet from United, so like maybe sixteen points for Wambisaka. So hopefully, yeah. I'll get the eight points against Forest in the cup. Um, yeah, I've got like three three Newcastle defenders: Burns, Share, Trippier yet to play, De Gea in goal, um, midfield. So I'm a four four two now. Fernandez got an assist. Five points. Amaron and Joe Linton yet to play. Um, Joe Linton did the business again for me midweek. Yeah. Um, Mares 
zero points, Haaland zero points, and Rashford got a rating, so, so three points. So I've only got eight points so far, but I've got a lot of players still to play. Yeah, they're all very well scores at the minute, aren't they? Yeah, I've got nine players still to play, so happy with that. Yeah, good work, mate. Transfers left, one transfer left. Yeah, one transfer left. It shows, like, with your remaining budget, though, how yeah, many good cheap one. options there is at this moment in time. Yeah. Having six million just sat aside. Crazy. Yeah, well, I, I moved on to Bruno Fernandes last week from, was it last week or the week before, from Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. It was a six for three in the end, so that's why I did it. And I'll hopefully get De Bruyne back in eventually. Uh might need to get an, a, a neighbour like Mitoma or something, though. He yeah, looks quite good, well. doesn't he? Awesome, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, or Odegaard. I've got my eye on Odegaard. He's a nice price. Yeah. Yeah, Mitoma's... I've only got Mitoma in one, one side, isn't it? Yeah, me too, one, one side. Um, he's been in the FPL team for a while now. Uh, he's oh, been that's me in there. Yeah, nice. We'll, we'll have a run through. In his absence, we'll still have a run through James's team. Yeah. He's got De Gea in the goal. He's got Trippier, Shaw, Botman, Byrne to play. Um, he had Mares zero points, Odegaard, zero points, Almiron yet to play. And up top, up top, sorry, he did. He had Rashford, Haaland, and he obviously took the punt on Son, came to Son, paid off nicely. Yeah. Um, I think he did say he did it in his three best sides. I did it in my three best sides. Um. I think my, my second team's up to 315 for something now as well, so it's might be joining in as a supporting act. <laughs> you might be able to differentiate at the end of the yeah, season. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, James only James hasn't used any transfers up till then, that's why he did it, he said, didn't he? Yeah. Because he, he could afford to move back off on. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously transfer reset this weekend. Is it this week, this Friday? Yep. So this, yep. Yeah, obviously he's got yeah, he could have took a few more punts, really. Yeah. Maybe. But then again, he'd probably want to shift on them Newcastle, or start to shift on them Newcastle defenders, I'd say. We'll see what his plans are when he returns next week. Right. The listener questions. Let's have a look what we got here. First up, Port and Porker. Have any of your boys' opinions changed on the introduction of the wild card? for the World Cup, as one of you has done very well. Do you think this could be a good idea for Dream Team going forward, maybe getting people, keeping people more interested? Record of the wild card, Ben? I was um, I was quite negative about it before the World Cup, but um, I think it's been brilliant. Um, for me, I've, obviously, I've done a lot better because I've got to be able to change my team. But yeah, it definitely uh, helps people get re-engaged with the, with the with the with the game, if you've got a bad team and you can just change all the players, I think it's a good yeah. idea. I think they hopefully they carry it on next year. What do you think, Fergie? Yeah, yeah no, I think the same. I, I was a bit, I was a bit skeptical, but I'm probably the same as you, Ben. My, my team was a bit of a mess, so it's, it, it, you know, it did allow, it did allow a reset. But I think just looking how it's worked in in Sky as well, you know, for those who play Sky, um, I think it's added a, a real. Um, you know, a real, a really good twist on the game without having, and like the negative impact of, 
like Sky's normally has two overhauls or wild cards, same as FPL, and I don't yeah. like those because I think, you know, I I know there's a balance to be had between player engagement, which is why they do it, and and then actually, you know, the players who who show the greatest skill and and you know you know and stuff don't really want them because they think they can outmaneuver yeah. the opposition. But I do think having one in the middle of the season. Um, I know it obviously naturally fell to the World Cup, but I do think it's it's been a really uh, positive addition, and mm. um, I'm hoping they keep it in both Dream Team and and Sky. Just just the one mid season yeah. sort of overhaul because, like I say, you've got that. I think it helps people. So you know, I've had an absolute nightmare this season, absolute nightmare. So I think if I hadn't have had it. I wouldn't have stopped playing because I'm in, you know, in too many, you know, mini leagues and bits and pieces. But yeah. I would have definitely lost enthusiasm. Whereas mm. I've definitely got the enthusiasm back now because it's nice to score points, nice to see your team is doing well, right? And yeah. if I'd have had to keep my pre-overhaul team, it would have got even worse. Cause I didn't have many Arsenal, didn't have any Newcastle, um, so you know, gave me an opportunity to get back in. So yeah, I liked it, and um, I'm, I'm really glad doing it. And I, I hope we keep it going. To be honest, yeah, I'll be with Tom. Good. Completely agree with you both. Um, I think, I think even for me, it's been a bit of a help in my best side because before I think I were up at fourth and then I dropped down to before the World Cup dropped down to like six hundred sixtieth. I did go um, had quite a few City players in there and that, and the Newcastle block were hurting me, um, and I think the United block at that time as well. Um, so it it kind of helped me, I think, by being able to refresh the team. So I'm all for it. I like it. I think it was a, a good addition. It'd be nice to nice if they could just keep it there in the middle of the season. Like I say, keep will keep people engaged, um, freshens it up, especially if you falling out of love with it because you've got an awful team. So yeah, hopefully. I mean it worked quite well. I don't think there were too many cock ups over it, was there? We were, we were dreading it thinking the uh the dream teams. Yeah. The dream team uh what you wanna call them? The computer techs at Dream Team would probably fail it, fail it for us, but they did all right. Um, right, Aman, do we have a set Man City defence we can settle on for the February games? Uh, is it ever a settled team for City? <laughs> as soon as you think there's a settled team, uh, you get burnt, don't you? And yeah. You put a player in and you don't play for the next three weeks. But what do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, I don't think like you just said. There's no, there's no settled team. Um, I've noticed Pep's starting to um, take defenders off at half time and giving another player a, a game in the last few games. But I don't know how long he'll be doing that for. Like he's been taking Lewis off and bringing on Walker. Uh, he did. Ake's been coming off. Laporte's been coming on. I think Stones went off in one game at half time. Laporte, come on. Um, Diaz has hardly had any minutes. I think he had about two minutes at the end of one one game. Cancelo looks like he's he's not going to get a, a game at the moment. After the he played in my new game, he started that game with uh, Walker, and obviously they lost the game. So he's gone back to playing the uh, the young lad Lewis and um, Aki back at fullback. They Akanji and Akanji Stones probably the most nailed. Ake's getting minutes and you got a star man at the weekend, didn't he? Yeah. Scored a goal. 
So there's 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 lots of value there. You got Lewis two point nine million, Akanji three point seven, Ake three point seven. So if you wanted to uh, get a few in, you just have to roll with it, and they might not play the full game, but they'll might, they'll still get the clean sheet points if uh, they come on. Yeah. You know what I mean? If the, if City keep a clean sheet, so still worth having a look at them, I think. Yeah, Fergie. Yeah, like looking at the teams, which will probably you know answer the next sort of question as well. I think I think the two teams, and I'm definitely looking at for February um, and Man United uh, and Man City, uh, due to the volume of games throughout you know throughout February. Man City's don't start really until. Uh, the weekend of the 11th of Feb, so on the first weekend, they're away to Spurs, which you probably expect Spurs to score, maybe, mm-hmm. and then they blank midweek. There wouldn't be any rush to kind of get them in, but yeah. after that, they've got Villa, um, and then they're away to Arsenal, and then they have Forest, and then Leipzig. So I think maybe even after the either 11th or the 18th, I don't, I don't need to rush in, I suppose is what I'm saying, because I think if you're well set with um, you know, maybe Man United, maybe even Newcastle, don't think there's a great deal of upside like early, um, early on because two of those games are away to Spurs and Arsenal and United have got more games than them. So, um, And as we know, defence just hasn't, uh, well, apart from Newcastle and maybe Arsenal, just hasn't yeah. worked this season for Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, which it normally does. So yeah. I think they will be really good options. I just wouldn't be in any rush, but when they are, I think Ake and Akanji are probably the two I would look at um, because of their starts and um, also their price as well. I think they're mega, mm. mega cheap. I think they offer a really good yeah. value, but we just can't find can't find clean sheets, can we? They'll you know if they keep one clean sheet and concede in the next, it's not it's not really much cop, is it? It's not really worth it. Probably better off spending the money elsewhere, aren't you? So. Yeah, obviously, I think this Storms got injured. Um, yeah, yeah, he done his time. hammy. So uh, I think Pep confirmed today actually that he's done his hamstring. So you probably guess he'd be a couple, like I don't know, a couple of weeks yeah. minimum, which which should help maybe Laporte's minutes and stuff like that. But again, you just no idea who he's going to pick. They've got two yeah. two back fours, haven't they? And Ruben yeah. Diaz is back now, so. Mm. Ake and Akanji, for me, seem to be the safest two. After that, it's a bit of a lottery. Yeah, definitely. And they are value for money, Ake and Akanji. Um, still decent prices. Yeah, never never safe from uh, Pep Brewett. Um Obviously, you just touched on that, uh, Fergie. Connor's next question, best teams to target in February. What players would you try to get in if you've got transfers left over for this month? PS, up the community differential. Uh, having, a, having a flying month. Um, is there any players that you'd particularly target uh, if you had a few left over? Sorry, uh, ahead of the... Sorry, to, to use this week, sorry? or Yeah. I would personally be... Well, I, well, I have been and I, was, I still will, I think. Um, I just think Man United players look the, look the way to go still. They're, they're the team on form... Uh, even though you know you you know you can see Newcastle obviously on form, Arsenal on form, but United have just got the extra fixtures. They've got um, fixture every three days until 
what is it like middle of March almost. So they've yeah. got the the quantity of fixtures. They're in form. A lot of their players still really good prices. Um, so I think I would. So, so I, I've done it. I've done it already. I've already got six. Mm. Um, and I'm more. I'm more than happy with them, right? So their first three games back will be uh, sorry. Starting this weekend now, home to Palace, which is a really good fixture at the moment. Home to Leeds, um, and they're the only team apart from obviously Leeds and Fulham who have a game next midweek. They then go to Leeds again the following weekend. Then they have Barcelona, which you know that 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 could go either way. And they're home to Leicester, so the next six games or five games are just really really good. And and in that in that time. Newcastle are home to West Ham and away to Bournemouth, which, you know, are pretty decent. But, you know, what's what's the maximum you're going to get there? You know, the maximum you get are a couple of clean sheets. Um, you, couldn't, you can't get any Liverpool players, Chelsea players. You're not going to go for them. And then Man City. So it's very, like, sorry, Ar- um, Arsenal are away to Everton. And then they've got Brentford and Man City. But again, are you... I just, I just think there's more upside in Man United at the moment because of the form. So I would go for Man United players personally, just because they've got the good short-term fixtures and the good medium-term ones as well. And they're, and they're all good prices. That's that's yeah. what I tend to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, Man United, eight fixtures this month uh, for February. Man City, seven. So they're the teams to, to a target, I'd say, yeah. Uh, with a bit of Arsenal, who've got five games, but um, they've got a possible rearranged game against Everton, so that could be six. And obviously, Odegaard, Saka are really good prices. Um, and Ketia as well, if you're struggling for money, uh, yeah. could be a good third striker. Nailed in the Arsenal's uh, front line at the moment. Yeah, um, players, like you said, United's are probably the only team to target for the rest of the week. That Varane, Martinez, uh, short didn't play at the weekend, so they're still unlocked. You got Dallow, who might come back from injury. I don't think he will, though. I w- probably wouldn't go for him yet because he broke down last time he came back. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, and up the differential. Come on, Ake, eighteen pointer for me. <laughs> you, oh, you got Ake, did you? Oh, good work. Good work. <laughs> Who did you? You had a Man City defender. I think I, think I had a Kanji, yeah. yeah. So I had I had the clean sheet, but not the mm. not the not goal, but the net. Yeah, good work. Good who work. did Who did the community have again? Was it, Mar- was it Mares or was that someone else? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it I think it was Bruno. Bruno. Bruno Fernandez. Yeah. Might have been, yeah. Bruno. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with both United, United, United. Like I said, yeah, uh, three doubles in a row. They've got the four-man the fixture qual- uh, quantity, so it's a, a bit of a no-brainer. I'd be trying to move away a little bit from Newcastle blocks and other things. I think I'd add as well. Just on Newcastle, there's a really nice switchover point from Newcastle uh, to Man City, roughly around the middle of February, because you know there's be a lot of people with. Block Newcastle defences and yeah. Almiron, Joe Linton, and and whoever else. But mm. for the back end of February, it looks like Newcastle are going to have Liverpool, which you know you could argue is is not is not a difficult fixture. But um, they're then very likely to have Man United in the Carabao final, 
and mm. then Man City away on the 4th of March. So that'll be their three concurrent games. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you'd expect them to concede in yeah. probably two, if not or if not all of those games. Whereas that is that time which it coincides nicely with Man City's run of fixtures, say Villa, away to Arsenal, Forest, and then Champions League run. And so I was looking at Europe. I was having a I was having a brief look. Um on FF stuff, we've only got the Champions League stuff and the and the Europa kind of qualifier games, but most of the teams have got difficult games. Um, so uh, Liverpool have got Madrid, so there's no point going in on them. Uh, Chelsea have got, I think it's Dortmund, and you know, and Chelsea at the back are uh, you know a hardy worth investing in, right? United have got Barcelona, Spurs have got AC Milan. The only team. You know, maybe that Spurs one is okay, but City have got, I think it's RB Leipzig, yeah, which potentially could be the best one. So it could even be that going into March, there's only a handful of teams even still in Europe, which which is very rare because over the years we've been spoiled, haven't we, with yeah. plenty of representation going into March and April. So that's just something to factor in as well, um, factor into your thinking, you know, into everyone's thinking. I think it's not just looking at February. Um, but it's also just having a quick look ahead because if you've only got Harlem from Man City, for example, you know City have got a lot of fixtures in February, and they, you know, probably one of the few that's likely to go through in the Champions League to have these all these extra fixtures going forward. So, mm-hmm. just something extra to think about, I think. Yeah, there's some tough draws there, isn't there, um, for the Come English on. sides? Uh, and obviously, it'll be Liverpool, Chelsea, and Spurs failing really to fire at the minute. Exactly. Um, yeah, you could very well could very well just end up with Man City, and, and possibly Arsenal. Obviously, they come back in a in a, a later round, don't they? Yeah. Because they won the group, so could end up with just City and Arsenal in, left in Europe. So yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on that uh, going further forward from from February. Shout, um, Lee Hooper. How is that knee? How is that Newcastle backline going to be breached? I'm looking for some divine intervention or something. <laughs> Anything to get that ball over the line. Penalty takers slipping. Pope pulling off saves out of this world. Bar ruling any goals that are scored out. When will they next concede and how? It's unbelievable, isn't it, at the moment? It's crazy. <laughs> Insane. Absolutely crazy. That penalty from Mitrovic. Like, what's that? How many times has that happened? <laughs> <laughs> you can't make that up, can you? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I mean, they're defending very well as well. They're a very solid side. Playing well, playing well, but I'm sure it's going to come. Like I said, fixtures. One of them will get. One of them. One of them will get there in the end. I reckon Ben. Who's going to be the first first team to uh, breach that Newcastle defence? I think it'd be that Liverpool fixture. Do you think? Well, um, it's they've got a got a tough game aren't they against Southampton in the semi-final like they're at home I think the crowd will push them through that and hopefully they'll keep a killing sheep but like you say Southampton have to score to to go through so it, they're going to be going for it but might leave whole, uh, gaps at the back for Newcastle to score so and then they've got Bournemouth away who aren't great defensively not very good going forward so maybe Maybe the Liverpool fixture, and then they got Brighton after that. So it's probably the time to start jumping off there. Yeah, Liverpool. Obviously, Brighton the fixtures as well is counting up for the other teams, and Newcastle aren't in Europe, so 
which is that Brighton game will be rearranged for Man United in the Carabao oh, yeah. final, assuming they get yeah, through. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, yeah. So, uh, it'll be Liverpool, United, and City. So, like I say, I yeah. think that's the time in it. Yeah, definitely. Then, roughly. Yeah. Especially seeing some of the other teams will have two games in that week because the Champions League. So, Man City, Liverpool, and United will all play twice, whereas yeah. Newcastle will just have Liverpool. So. Yep, it's all about Definitely. buying the raffle tickets, isn't it? Getting extra extra goes at the games. This is it. This, this is it. Quantity required. Right, another question about the uh, tomb block. At the end of this week, would you start planning to potentially leave a full tomb block? Which obviously we've already discussed. Attack the fixtures that are piling up. He has De Gea. Could it be the time to bring a Martinez in for, say, a burn or a bottom? We covered that already. I think we're... Yeah. Like I say, Martinez, uh, Wambasaka's pretty nailed now with Dalo being out. Um, mm. Yeah, Varane, Diaya, a nice United block. Start to move move away from them, the two box, especially during that fixture swinging. Uh, Aman, what constitutes a successful season in Dream Team? Is it mini league success or does rank have some importance? Is top 1K in the sun the equivalent of of the top 10k that FPL managers chase. Fergie, an FPL player. Yeah, it's, it's interesting one. I, I think with FPL is like, a, you know, there's this perceived prestige of having a, you know, a, a kind of certain, you know, certain rank, like a top 10k, which is probably in all fairness is not really fair anymore because there's like over 11 million players now in FPL. But I don't know, in Dream Team, I, th- I still think it's very much... I think Dream Team, Telegraph and Sky is still very much engage, engaged play. I think the game allows you to go to go for the win and also to go and try and win your mini-leagues, whereas yeah. I don't think FPL... Like, the number of decision points in FPL are, are, are very minimal. You can make one transfer and one captain every week. I know you can take hits. and I know you, can, you know you can have chips, but once the game week locks out, nothing's in your control. Mm-hmm. Whereas in all these other games, everything's in your control, and you can you can react almost every hour. In in Telegraph, you can react in between games. If a yeah. game starts at quarter two, one starts at eight, you can make a transfer in between. So you're very much more in control of your team. So I think that I think that with that in mind, for Dream Team, Sky, and Telegraph, I think the aim is to try and win the game and also to try and win your mini leagues personally like you know yeah. like like I say if I didn't come on the pod and if I didn't write my article for the hub on dream team I probably wouldn't have bothered for the second half of the season yeah. um for where I was because what's you know what's the point because I, I wanted to win my mini leagues just an example whereas this gives me the motivation to keep on going but FPL, you kind of almost have to keep on going because there's like this bloody prestige thing attached to a certain, you know, a certain finish in there, you know, and stuff. So yeah, it's all recorded, uh, isn't it? Like, exactly. History. So, yeah. So the long answer, well, the short answer on Dream Team is, I think, <laughs> I think it's mini leagues. Yeah. Um, personally, I do anyway. I, I don't. It, I don't. You know, I don't. I well, even before, even before the year I won it. I didn't know what my overall rank was previously before that because I didn't care because it was all about mini league. So yeah, that's it. Play to play to win the dollars in your mini league. Is yeah. it? Yeah, agree. Uh, mini leagues is the main thing. Go for your mini leagues, and then your rank will be good after that because you you're doing well in your mini leagues. 
Um, top 1K. Yes, top 1K is brilliant rank. Um, I always, well, lately I try and get top 100 now. That's my aim every season. I got 180th last year. And I think the season Fergie won, I got 19th. But yeah, so top 100 is their aim at the moment. I'm 607th. So I'm going to try and get that. And then once I get there, I'm going to try and push on it again. Yeah, so. that's unbelievable. To have three seasons is class. I finished, We finished on the exact same points last season. We both yeah. finished 180th. Yeah. Uh, but this year, you've hammered me this year. Fair play. To, to get that high three seasons on the trot is like mega impressive because it's such a difficult game. So, uh, Cheers, mate. yeah, well played, Ben. Well played. Yeah, we'll worry about it. Well, I mean, the aim is to win it. You start off, don't you? You've got to go and try and win it. Um I think there's enough variation at the start in Dream Team because of the Carabao, because of the Euro quali- um, the qualifiers. Yeah, there's yeah. enough variation to actually go and really attack. Because I think the Euro, the Euro one, I went for Calvert Lewin, yeah. which at the time, and and I went for Havertz as yeah. two players I thought could do okay. Yeah, and Havertz got a hat trick midweek in the Carabao, and Calvert Lewin got two hat tricks in a week, yeah. one in the Carabao and one on the weekend. And they were very low owned because mm. there's such a wider player pool in yeah. Dream Team that you can actually go for, isn't there? Because people are in the different cups. So yeah. um, I do think there's an opportunity right at the start to really, really go for it. And obviously, if you get that flying start, you kick on. Whereas in a lot of other games, especially FPL, it's difficult to be different. And it's difficult to, like, like even now, right? If you were like, right, I want to try and fly up the rankings. FPL doesn't offer that same variation of, yeah. you know, uh, of differential in my view because mm-hmm. of the way the point scoring works and and the and the way you once the game's locked out you're locked out. Whereas in Dream Team and the other team, you know and the other games you really can go rogue, but you can make really good calculated moves, but still yeah. be safe in the knowledge you're not going to lose out to stupid effective ownership and stuff. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, got him. Top 100's a nice aim to have. Start of the season, you have a flying start, then you have a flying start, then you then start to push on and, and dream about winning it. Like yeah, um, just to add to that, um, I've noticed that with FPL, like, I'm really struggling FPL this year, and my team seems to be exactly the same as everybody else's. So it's keen to be like floating around. I'm one, I was 1.2, I'm like 1.2, 1.5, keep fluctuating there. But then, like in Telegraph, I'm in the top 500, Sky top 400, and Dream Team around 600 now. So I'm doing all right in them because you can react, to, like you said, to the to the games. But um, yeah. FPL is a bit. A bit I worked out. I worked out. I wrote an article for the Herb a couple of seasons ago, and it, and this is this this is from memories. So it, it's it's very very rough. But in FPL, you something like you have 80 decision points in a season. Mm. That's it. Whereas in Sky, for example, I think we worked out you had over like five hundred. Mm. So you're yeah. you're like six or seven times more in control of your team. Yeah. Which is just insane, really, isn't it? You know, it's it just it just you know, it just shows shows me that they're they're the better games for engaged managers because you actually get to manage your own team, whereas mm. FPL is just, you know, let's just use next week now as an example. Um, people will be looking to load up on Man United and maybe yeah. a Leeds player, and 
everyone or Captain Rashford. Mm. That's yeah. it. Whereas on Sky, you've got three or four different captaincy days. You can try different things. FPL, you just can't because you know if you don't captain Rashford, who is the best pick, obviously, for the weekend, and if he kicks off and you haven't captained him, you'll double your rank. So it's just a yeah. bit it's just a bit, bit boring, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. 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 I play it just to tickle on. <laughs> it's just one of them. I don't play it very seriously, FPL. Um, right, the De Bruyne discussions back on Lee Hooper. De Bruyne no longer essential. Reckon Ben? Um, essential. I think he will be come essential again next month. Um, well, if you can afford him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I like I said, I moved off him for the Bruno move. It was a six to three, so I got six six goals of Bruno to De Bruyne's three. Um. I'm going to be definitely looking at getting him back in if I can for next month. Um, so, yeah, I think he will be essential again next month. Yeah. Fergie? Yeah, I don't I don't think I've I've had him this season. Um, not because I haven't wanted him. I haven't been able to afford him. <laughs> so I think I've been quite fortunate. But I do think the dynamic that Haaland gives them does largely make De Bruyne pretty ineffective in terms of fantasy points so I haven't missed not having him in any fact well I, I've had him in FPL but I haven't had him yeah. in any of the others and I haven't missed him and uh but but I do think that the volume of games they will have coming up from say the middle of February mm. um you know Haaland can't can't play every you know every every single game and De Bruyne will go on some sort of spree I think he's I, th- I think De Bruyne has actually been really unlucky along with Darwin Nunes. I think they're the two players who've massively underperformed their XG and XA so far this season. So he has been quite unfortunate. So I don't think, again, there's any rush to get him in. But um, middle of February, um, hopefully he'll keep falling in price and become affordable. So, yeah, I do think from middle of Feb onwards. I wouldn't say he's essential. But um, you'd be nice to have, so you know that going into any Man City game, yeah, you can. He's there, and you don't have to worry yeah. about Man City scoring, and you're <laughs> not not having him. It's such a nice feeling when, you know, you've got you've got them all. So so for Man United now, for example, if anyone scores apart from bloody Casemiro, <laughs> you, <laughs> you kind of know you're in the points somewhere, yeah. and it's and I feel like that. Like when we move on to Man City, this is why I like going all in on teams because mm. you know that if anyone scores, you've probably got them. And I think there'll be a period soon for Man City where we will be looking at Mares, maybe even Grealish, right? Because you'll, you know, at, at the moment he's he's in favour and he'll be, you know, he'd, he'd be playing most games. So yeah, yeah. Fallen is on the naughty step by the looks. He is. He's sat there. There's quite a few of them there in the weekend show. Unbelievable. <laughs> that. That bench they had the other day for one of the matches. <laughs> Mental. It's one of the greatest Premier League teams you, you could ever have. And it was Man City's bench. It was absolutely insane. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, he is, he, De Bruyne is the sixth highest scorer in the game so far. He's, he is ticking along. I think, obviously, for that money, you just you're expecting more. And and we, we also obviously see how much Haaland, obviously, eating up all the goals. Uh, Takes away, takes his star man awards away and, and other stuff, but he's still he's still ticking along all right. 
And mm. I think he once once City hit that fixture volume, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's expensive though because he was over over seven million, wasn't he? Which is yeah, seven point two million, I think. That's, he a, is. that's a lot to pay for five points. Yeah, it is. His points per million won't be won't be very good. Um, five point two, I think it is over the season. I don't know about the last few I, th- I think over the last, since Christmas, yeah. though, I'd be very surprised if it's over like four. Yeah. Very surprised. Yeah, yeah. He's got 17 assists in all competitions. It's just uh, you only get two points in Dream Team. For this is it. This is, yeah. and, and this is having the knowledge of the different games as well. Like yeah. assists are not really worth matching Dream Team, are they? They're oh. worth a maximum of five points because it'll give you that, you know, tip you over the edge for the star rating. But five points is the same as a clean sheet for a defender without any any star yeah. rate, any rating so it's so yeah I, I don't really look for assists in dream team if I'm honest I tend to look no. for clean sheets and goals and 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 maybe a rogue star star rater like someone like Thiago Silva for example and yeah. and Trippier those sorts of players Adama a couple of years ago yeah just steal the star man always <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he's got six star mans as well but that's like that's why you said he's Six five point scorer because it's like five, it's like six goals, isn't it? Really, he's yeah. only got three goals all yeah. season. Yeah, that's insane. That only three goals. It's mm-hmm. crazy, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aman is asked about United. What is the way to go for February? Covered that, mate. Um, DT Patrick, Brighton are through in the cup. Obviously, knocking out Liverpool earlier today. Um, so they have an extra fixture. Uh, they've scored 21 goals over seven games, average of three a game. Are they worth jumping on? And are you looking at the for differentials? What do you reckon, Ben? Yeah, the, uh, Brighton are doing brilliantly. Um, I don't know if I'd go straight to them just because of the picture count for United and City, but um, if I had, didn't have a lot of money in my team, I'm definitely looking at Mitoma. Um, two point six, I think he is. I just had this. two point six. There's loads of value in the team. So Mitoma's two point six, Solid March two point eight. Um, in defence, you got Estupinan, who's two point one. He's got six assists now. Dunk scored today, one point eight million. So, yeah, there's loads of value in the team. Um, Matoma's less than 1% owned. Yeah. He's he's the one, isn't he? He's he just, is. He just looks unreal. I think he, he could keep the form going. Um, I'm, I think Solly March is a bit of a, having a bit of a purple patch, to tell you the yeah. truth. Yeah. No, but he didn't score any goals before before the Chris, before the World Cup and then suddenly he scored about five goals in the last few weeks. But, yeah, I really like Matoma. I, uh, I think uh, Patrick's on it, but he's been talking in the Discord about doubling up with March and Mitoma. I just I think that's a bit overkill because there's a lot of good midfielders in the game yeah. at the moment and with, with cheap prices as well, with extra fixtures. So, yeah, Mitoma's probably the one if you're going to pick one, Patrick, for me. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I, I can't I can argue with that. Again, I'm a... a, a a fixture volume player, so I'd probably only go for him if you, let's just say, I don't know, Salah finds his feet again, all of a sudden becomes essential, and you need Salah Kane and Haaland up front, and you just can't afford everyone. Then Matoma is definitely one to kind of go for, but 
I'm a fixture volume person, and there's just teams like us. You know, I said Man United have got eight fixtures to Brighton's four this month. I just can't. I can't look past it. I can't. I can't look past fixture volume. But it's but, uh, he's a, but he's a great option. You know, when he plays. Yeah. They've got well, they've got five with the uh, FA Cup fifth round, but um, and they've also got two possible games to be rearranged. That that's yeah. that's the thing is when the is when the rearrangements fall. That's the yeah. key, isn't it? Is yeah. there is there any chance of that being announced this week? The Premier League rearranged games because there's quite a few gaps now coming up. I think I personally think they'll wait till after the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Um. So they can just you know because obviously that will affect Brighton as well. Um, yeah. Because of because they play, um, meant to play Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle, so I reckon they'll wait yeah. till after the Carabao and then have a big, have a big sort out because everything will be in play then, won't it? So yeah, we've got so, Bournemouth, yeah. Bournemouth, so, and um, who was the other team? Bournemouth and Palace to play, and obviously that New Newcastle game will be rearranged, won't it as well? Yeah, and they've got uh, Fulham as well at home, which is which is a good fixture. So the next three fixtures are really good: home to Bournemouth, away to Palace, home to Fulham. Yeah. Well, oh I no! Say, I'm, I, oh, sorry. The, the, sorry. Yeah, they've played them, but they've also got Bournemouth away, Palace away to be. Oh, the arrangements to be made. Yeah. So, so that, yeah. when they cancel that, obviously Newcastle get through to the final, which looks likely. Yeah. They're going to blank on that week, <laughs> aren't they? They could put a a, a a rearrangement in there. Yeah, I suppose this is the point of waiting until after that's confirmed, because they could put a rearranged game in there. Uh, I think it was maybe Palace. Was it Palace? I can't remember. Palace got a game. Palace. Palace are playing Liverpool that weekend, so. Well, maybe it's not Palace then. Brentford have got United, Leeds, Southampton. It could end. They could end up blanking. Mm. The FA Cup is in the midweek of that. Oh, it might be Brentford. Sorry. Is it Brentford? Might be Brentford, maybe. But they've got United. Oh. I gave you bloody heart attack. The <laughs> <laughs> dog barking gave me a bloody heart attack. Oh, I don't want to explain it. No, I was, I, was just wanting, I was just thinking about Brentford and then there. Uh, yeah. I thought James was on for a minute there. <laughs> <laughs> that was. A- what have you just read there, Fergie, about the Brighton games? Uh, so, according to Ben Krellin, uh, Brighton either against... Uh, the, oh, I haven't got it up in front of me. I think it said Palace or Bournemouth, the two yeah. rearranged games. Yeah. They could be played um, in FPL game week 26 or 27, which is uh, the week of the 4th of March or the week of the 11th of March. So it looks like Brighton won't have any more games being added in February, according ah. to uh, Sir, Sir Ben Krallin, who, uh, yeah. who, who, know, who knows his stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so there is the, the chance, like you say, unless they, unless they fill something else in there, that, new, that Brighton only have the four games in the month because they'll have the three Premier League games yeah. and the Newcastle game will get postponed, but then they'll play midweek in the FA Cup if Newcastle gets to the final. So, yes, that's right. Yeah, I, as well, I wouldn't go too heavy on on Brighton. But Tom is a good option. I wouldn't do any more than that. Um, fixture volume is key. Uh, yeah, thanks everyone for the questions. Um, if you have not signed up to our Patreon yet, it's still a cost 
across to patreon.com forward slash dream team tonic um, get yourself get yourself a sign up there get get into our discord um, get all our exclusive articles and early access to the pod right the mini league top tens let's get these uh, let's get these read through um, so the dream team tonic cash league 23 top 10 in 10th we've got Graham Payne 9th, Dan Bartland. 8th, Tom Brindley. 5th, joint 5th, three, on, three teams on 1476 is Andy Allett, Lee Watson and Stephen Williams. 4th, uh, Tom Brindley again. 3rd, Andy Allett again. 2nd, Simon Davis. And top of the shop, yours truly, me. <laughs> Happy days. Massive score compared to everyone else, 31 points. Yeah, final just Put the right put the right team into one of the mini leagues. Son differential. Yeah, yeah. Give me a little bit of a little bit of a boost there. Obviously, bump me up to eighth overall. So it's mad how lucky that is, isn't it? And on the on the year I won it, it was my it was my first team as well. So I was lucky because that's when I entered all the mini leagues. Because uh, <laughs> if it was like my fourth team or something, yeah, my other yeah. team would have come nowhere. So uh, yeah, it's, it's mad how. How that works. Good work yeah. here, Tom. Flying. It's definitely getting all my attention. Yeah. Um, next league is the DT Tonic Patron League. Um, it's only accessible to patrons. Uh, in 10th, we've got Mark Warner. In 9th, me, Anthony Sutcliffe. In 8th, Tom Brindley. In 7th, Mark McKee. In 6th, Nicholas Steatham. In 5th, Jake Bevan. In 4th, Stephen Broughton. Third is Wayne Foster Crouch. Second, John Melia. And still top of the shot, Leutin. Good play, mate. And over to the second chance, Tonic Cash League, for all those people who was... Uh, I go, we, we did a league, obviously, to try and give people something else to concentrate on. Obviously, you can just have a, a refresh with your wild card. So, Ben, do you want to read this one out? I see uh, yeah. we're doing the top 11 this week. <laughs> All right, because James is there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> James is in 11th. James Rickert. 10th place, we have Tom Brinley. 9th place, Stephen Holt. S- joint 7th, Tom Brinley and Andrew Haynes. 6th place, Andrew Haynes. 5th place, Phil Russo. Joint 3rd, we have Anthony Sutcliffe and Anthony Sutcliffe. Get in. In 2nd, <laughs> we have me. Ben Lee, and top of the shop with his differential, Anthony Sutcliffe. Took me off the top spot again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> You're going to win up, it all, mate. He's going to win everything. Yeah. You're cleaning Clean up. Sweet. Look, pair you. Yeah, I'm, not in, I'm not in the Patreon Cup, though. Yeah, so, we're all out of that now, I didn't even score a point in like, in like seven league games in the group stages. Didn't even score a point. Um... It's the right. uh, is it the cash cash um, cash week this week, isn't it? It for is the... the game week cash week for the yeah. Tonic Cash League as well. So the biggest biggest score of the week win yourself fifty pound. I bet you're top of that as well. I think I think I am with my Leicester block. It's not it's not gonna it's not gonna last there though. Obviously the Newcastle the Newcastle that song, gonna... that song punt has done half well helped you out this week. It has. When I did it, I thought it's just gonna go tits up this, but. 
you'll only live once, don't you? Like, like, let's, I, might, <laughs> I might not be in a position as good as this. I sat in 20th. Well, might, might not be in a position as good as this for a long time. Who dares wins? That's it. And all that? Yeah. Yeah, went for it. Sonny did me good. Um, we've got the re- replays of the quarterfinals. Uh, two quarterfinals went to, went through to a replay uh, in the Patron Cup. So that's been played out this week. Two people that have made it through to the semi-finals already, Tom Brindley um, and Aman Tatler. Um, so yeah, um, we'll uh, we'll find out what's uh, what game week they'll be being played in. Hopefully, there isn't another replay. Keep dragging <laughs> on and dragging on and dragging on. We'll never get the quarterfinals finished. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, got through it. I'm going straight to bed. Um, <laughs> We'll have the early access up uh, straight away now for the uh, for the patrons. Um, thanks for coming on, Fergie. It's always a pleasure to have you on, mate. Thank you, gents. Enjoy, enjoy as usual. See you uh, next month. See you next month. Thanks, Fergie. Yep. See you next month. You'll be top next month, uh, Tom. No, this eighth rubbish. You'll be top yeah. next month. Hopefully, mate. Hopefully. That's all. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Don't forget to uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Hit that like, subscribe, drop a comment. Yeah, we appreciate it. Cheers.